Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. All right. Okay. If you're, um, oh, we're doing it. Yep. <laughs> hey, listeners. And a special hey, hi, hello, bonjour. Uh, what's another one? Oh, hola. Uh, to those of you out there in those Patreon streets, uh, if you are on the Patreon, you'll see that we're uploading a video right now of this month's book winner for the Patreon. In case you don't know, Patreon is a way for you to support the Sci-Fi Sci Podcast every single month. You can give a dollar, two, three dollars, very low cost. Um, shout out to our new patrons, Bria Hall and Hannah Sacco. Sacco, it's S-A-C-C-O and we love you. Oh, so I apologize if I mispronounced your name. Um, but this month we will be giving away the book Black Leopard, Red Wolf and and the name of that winner is Marissa, Marissa Joy Stuck. I said stuck. You'll see in the video, Ben said Stuke. Please let us know who was right. Um, I'm sorry, Ben, are you busy? I am busy because uh, down the street from us is Women and Children First, which is one of the few feminist oh, bookshops. Oh, this is ad break now? Yeah. Oh, One of the okay. few well, women... I didn't know. I was calling you out for just being on your computer, looking at emails and stuff. No, yeah. Invested in our show. Let me intro the show, and then you can do an ad break. Well, no, it's it's not an ad break. It's about Marlon James. Well, this is the Patreon plug, and you didn't put this anywhere in the um, show notes. So you made the show I notes will, this time. And when I Usually, I make the show notes. Yes, but when I generously offered, you didn't say like, oh, please add this this week. You were like... Well, you, you should have waited until I responded. Responded how, Ben? You don't respond. You're not responsive on well, most of your... Your phone, your Because I'm your working email. throughout the day, so I keep my phone on Do Not Disturb. Okay, why don't you get through your announcement, and then we'll argue about this later. Okay, so if you would like to read Marlon James with us, are you okay? Your eyes are closed. I, I feel like I need I eye, I need say, eye contact. So I, I have to. The women. I'm are, trying to avoid. Uh, confrontation. Yeah. Go ahead. Avoidance. Avoidance is something that. You, Just finish the damn ad that I didn't know was an ad. Go ahead. Look, we can cut this. We're not cutting shit because we're recording this way too late. You're giving me less than 24 hours to edit tonight. All right. So uh, we, for the month of March, for Women's History Month, we have a special thing going on. Women and Children First is one of the few feminist bookshops inside the entire U.S. And we live right down the street from it. And they have a 15. Before we're about to have a kid. That's awesome. Well, then they can come over and babysit. Uh, so Women and Children First is a bookstore and they are uh, working with us. And so if you would like to buy a book from them throughout the, uh, the month of March, you can uh, use the promo code, the Sci-Fi Sci with a, um, a 15% discount. So, yeah. Next, next time, type out the ad copy. I'm sorry. So one more time, plug the bookstore. Okay. They didn't give us an ad copy. You write What's the it? ad copy. Oh, we have to write the ad Sometimes, our own ad. Yeah. Okay. So the plug is promo code the sci, um, promo code sci fi sci. That is S C I F I S I G H, no space. That is the promo code for women and children first. We'll put the link in everything. Uh, and buy some books from women and children first in Andersonville. Yeah, Chicago. Can you forward that to me? Yes. Well, I thought we were a business. I thought we were a team. Um, because when Ben says we'll put the links, he means I'll put the links, which I'll, which I'll gladly do when I have a heads up. Uh, well, this is the top of the show, so let me go ahead and intro the show. Welcome to the Sci-Fi Sci Under the Believe Podcast Network. It's a podcast about black science fiction and black fantasy and staying on the same page of our marriage, which we're already not on. I'm still reading before you say something. If you see this on YouTube, you'll see Ben was about to say something. Don't do it, sis. Today for episode 74... We'll be watching, or we watched rather, Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. Now, I know this movie came out a couple years ago, but we wanted to celebrate Peter Ramsey. He is one third of the director team of this incredible um, animated film, and he is the first. Um, today is the last day of Black History Month for us, but you're probably listening to this mar- on March 1st or maybe even later. But he is the first African-American filmmaker to win Best Animated Feature. First one in 2018 um so we wanted to just highlight him uh we are well aware that this entire film was not just made and just directed by him he's one third of the team but since that was such a big accolade and since the the movie centers uh, an afro latina character latino character and family 
we, we were like, you know what? This is going to count yeah. for the show. And then also the new Spider-Man just came out as and well. And that. There's a lot of Spider-Man buzz happening now. So I just want to say off the top, there are going to be spoilers for this movie and probably for the new Spider-Man as yeah, well. Probably. Like, it's kind of inevitable that we'll be talking yeah. about that as well. So if you, I think it's what, Spider-Man Far From Home? No Way Home. Is it No Way Home or Far From Home? It's No Way Home. Far From Home was. You're 100% sure. Look it up. Which one Which one would come first? Far From Home or No Way Home? Well, one was called like Homecoming. There's been yep. a lot of homes. So there was Homecoming, Far From Home, and No Way Home. And actually... The All of these could no, have been the Could have been the Like that wasn't like an easy question. You just well, can't. Homecoming would be Coming Home. And then Far From Home is your... You it know, sounds to me like if you really had to put the orders together, it would be No Way Home, Far From Home, and then Homecoming. Like if you had to put them together chronologically. Because it looks like there's going to be no way home. And it's like, it's not no way home. It's far from home. And now we're having a homecoming. I see. I see what you're saying. I know. So they inverted it. Yeah. Anyway. There's a lot of parallels, though, between Into the Spider-Verse and uh, No Way Home, for like sure. did there with that word. Um, before we get into the actual movie, which is none of those, it's Into the Spider-Verse. Yeah. Um, we should maybe just check in. Cause yeah, we're, we're checking at, in. We, were, we got along today, dare I say yeah. it? Yeah. Uh, I took a, uh, a salt bath after I spent about 30 minutes opening a <laughs> eight-gallon salt bin. Yeah. Why don't you talk to people now about, like, why would you just not stick to the Dr. Teal's small bags? Uh, one, you're using... One, they're they're per pound. They're incredibly expensive. And... Um, incredibly expensive? Yeah, they're very expensive. How expensive are they? So... Uh, they're like 15 bucks for that little bag. Yeah, but and and those how little long does ba- it take for us to go through that little bag? You get two baths out of those little bags. That is not true. You get two baths, maybe three. For the amount of salt you need you for your you body, for like? the amount of stress that you have. I'm just going to say it. You sound like your mom with her coupons. I'm not. I bought in bulk. You buy in bulk. Yeah, but then you don't Delivered have any effing room in your house. I'll make room. No. And let me say this, because, you know, I love Ben's mom, and I drag her every week, as we know. Um, Ben just came home from visiting his parents, so I'm going to let you talk about that in a second. But the first time I met Ben's mom, it was awesome. Oh, my nipples are so huge because of this baby. Yummy, (sighs) yummy, yummy. Um, I I drank, actually, speaking of nipples. what? Speaking of nipples, I was drinking some ice soda, and they're like, come over here and kiss my nipples. And I went and did it, but I had just taken a sip of, like, ice cold soda. Yeah, so you almost got punched in the face. And you're like, ah! Because yeah, then, yeah, yeah, this just became like the podcast after dark. But anyway, we're um, always after dark. <laughs> no, sometimes we do daytime. Anyway, the first time I met Ben's mom, uh, it was really great. She was like, "Hey, do you want to go grocery shopping with me?" And I was like, "Sure." Sorry, now, did, did we I just go from to- nipple sucking to my mom? Okay, got yeah, it. Yeah, go. it's it's a it's a pretty clear transition. Cause I did motherhood. My mom was- said I did nurse up until I was almost three, so I nursed a while. A while. Oh. Well, you know, I'm not going to pass my judgment on Two that. Two and a half that's years. Just, that's or a so. long fucking time, in, yeah. in my humble opinion. But anyway, sorry. I keep on. As long as they want. Oh, you I keep, keep on entering. Yep. Yes. Um, I'm not nursing your child that long, just, <laughs> just so you know. Um, but what I was saying was the first time I met Ben's mother, she asked me, did I want to go to the grocery store with her? Now, this is obviously a setup because why the fuck would I want to get off a plane and go to a grocery store? Um, with anyone's mom mine as well but but you know it was our first time meeting so let me go ahead and go so we go to one store and she wants this like certain um she wants this certain kind of ice cream or something and because she has a coupon for just this kind of ice cream so they don't have it at the first store so she's like hey we got to get in the car we got to go to the it, it was like whatever the same franchise of it of the store was. So let's say there's a Walmart on one side of town. There's a Walmart on another side of town. There's a Walmart on the whatever side of town. It wasn't Walmart, but it was something like that where we went to three different stores so that she could use that one coupon that she had. And I'm talking like this coupon was saving her like maybe 40 cents. And I was thinking to myself like, well, you know, you know, insert your mom's name here. Like the, the, the money that you're spending in gas to go all around town (laughs) you've spent that and the coupon so is there no other ice cream here that you would like and she's like no no i gotta use this coupon 
And so fast forward to today, you are the king of like, well, we'll save money by buying it in bulk. But it's just like, yeah, but now there's a eight gallon bucket in the way in the bathroom that took you. That's our grub hub. That's our grub hub. Give us one minute, folks. All right, we're back, and um, we didn't eat our Grubhub, but Ben is now just um, pouring wine into, uh, oh, you're one of the wine with ice girls. Got it. Oh, yeah. Well, you said <laughs> I couldn't drink the Black Girl Magic wine. I can't. I brought it in. You can buy it for me, but you can't drink yeah, this wine. Yeah, so this is the Black Girl Magic. And then I'm, I'm not even doing that. I'm doing alcohol-free wine. wine. It's called, just, like, Frey Wine, F-R-E. Yeah, just to make me feel a part of it. Cheers. Cheers. Yeah. All right. To... Um, to Mothers with anxiety and and money. Mothers who extreme coupon and to fathers who are now probably going to have those traits. But you got to admit, Ben, it's like the convenience of just opening one of those little Velcro Dr. Teals versus now this very tacky white bucket in our in our bat in our very. I'll put it underneath the sink. It cannot fit there. I'll make it fit. No, because then everything fit. under <laughs> everything. I'm gonna under put ev- everything now. under. I'll organize it. I've been organizing. You organize, but you bring been, in just as much shit as you organize. I've been but also we'll get taking out things. You've been bringing me, okay, more shit can, in. Can you just admit? And, and I'll agree with that. That's why I, I I got something today that I was like, I don't need this, and I literally threw it away. Can I just say this without you cutting me off? Because we're already getting into cutting each other off season, both of us. In the future. Don't you think it would be just a little bit easier for us to buy the small bags? What if I'm going out of town? What if mm-hmm. I wanted to bring some to the birthing center okay. or something? So can you parlay with me on that? Like it would have been slightly easier to get a small bag of Epsom salt versus that huge tub. What if Gucci accidentally gets into it? You know, it's just like. Well, he'll have his salt intake for the day. Okay. Okay. Yes. In all seriousness, you are correct. Thank you. That's all. All right. How was your weekend with your mother and and other family members? How, yeah. So I had to go home for a weekend, and I really spent a lot of time with my nephews. Um, I brought them one of the lightsabers that I got rid of because we had two of them. I'm looking at you as I say this because I'm decluttering, and uh, you know I have two nephews. And I have a niece I got to hang out with, and uh, we had snowball fights, and uh, we went to a trampoline park, and I bought them a video game, and I bought them food, and I took my parents out for a really fancy meal, and uh, yeah, I like uh, me and my mom had like a wine with our meal, and I got like a really great video of it, but she said. I can't post anything on it. Well, you probably can't say it here either. Well, no one's. Oh yeah. Well, no one. She. I, she. No one. No one. Definitely, no one from my family listens to the Sci Fi Sci podcast. Thank God. Uh, and only. Then, only people at your work do. Yeah. Uh, well. Yeah. Um. And my mom was like, "You can't post that because I'm your father's like an elder at the church, and so he can't like drink. Like, well, you can drink, but you can't." Yeah, we wouldn't have posted that, that anyway. But yeah. yeah, for sure. Anyway, it was it was and it was fascinating to think Isn't of like it hard how we have to censor ourselves based yeah. on our professions. <sighs> Benjamin. Yeah. I do love teaching though. We can't go in on your parents because you, we have to occasionally do that for you too. Mm-hmm. Anyway. So before before you drag your mom for asking to not be posted, you you have to think about yourself. It was really fun. I went hiking with my dad. My dad talked about the day I was born and how I came out like a big flopping fish. <laughs> uh, did you watch the interview that no. I... Oh, you need... You I, I, sh- I shared it. Uh, I shared file. It was like TikTok slash in- Instagram folder. Well, you're going to have to sit me down and... Oh, it's so good. So I... You interviewed your parents? Yeah. In- okay. Interviewed my parents, went hiking with them, took everybody out. It was great. Uh you know, my, my family, um, it, it's interesting. So I went to, I went to church on Sunday to a church I grew up with and uh, looking at that church, I, I, ne- I, I never realized that I could be so happy without Jesus. <laughs> you know, I, I could be so happy without a personal relationship yeah, did the with Jesus. Did the church need Jesus. a new paint job? Like what, well, what was that? Yeah. <laughs> what, so you look around and I, no, I should like, say Damn. I never... 
a shack. No, it's not. It was a beautiful church, but this was a church uh, that I grew up, went to youth group, and I really thought, I, I believe that God had called me to be part of um, the ministry and to be a, you know, to be a pastor or a missionary. And, you know, Jesus at one point meant everything to me, like a personal relationship with Jesus and mm-hmm. hearing God's voice. And going back, I was like... Uh, Did you feel like freedom and relief a little well, bit? Well, I remember literally my thought was, I never thought I could be so happy without a personal relationship with Jesus. Like, I have Jesus. Like, he's a great dude. I love reading the Bible. But I don't talk to God. I don't believe you can talk to God. I don't believe in God. I don't believe Jesus rose from the dead. I don't believe any of that. And going back to the space in which my theology was truly developed and my emotions with Jesus were truly developed was uh, very surreal because, you know, there's this whole idea within the evangelical Christian movement of like having a personal relationship with Jesus. And you can't have true happiness without being in love with God and having Jesus as your, your ultimate lover, your ultimate savior. And I say lover, not in like a disrespectful kind of like, you know, Jesus, is my boyfriend kind of way, which people do make fun of, but really as someone as like your most intimate friend. Mm-hmm. And I don't need any of that to be happy. I'm I, I'm more happy now as an atheist talking about science fiction and fantasy and hanging out with you than I ever was as yeah. a born again Christian. Yeah, I mean, I hear you. That's not to say that like people, it just depends. Like some people are extremely happy with kids and without kids. Some people are extremely happy like, with a personal relationship with their religion and some people are not like, it just depends on where you are in your life and how that purpose is serving I, you. I, I really like, sorry, I, I, don't... I, I should clarify. I'm okay. sorry. Yeah. yeah. Go ahead. You will, so you need to understand that within the evangelical Christian church, they make this point that true, you can never be truly happy or you can never be truly loved. Like even in the sermon, the pastor said, you know, there's no greater love than having the experience of Jesus. And I was like, <laughs> Well, y'all haven't met fucking Amber. <laughs> you're, you're too kind. <laughs> well, no, I'm serious. Like within the church, there's this idea that G- evangelical Christianity specifically is that there's no greater love than this, that, you know, Christ died for the sins of the world. And that's just bullshit. Well, you don't have to call it. I, it just, there, for, you, you cannot agree with something and not just call it bullshit. Well, it's not that I don't agree with it, that they, they would tell me that you're not truly happy. I know, ben. but I just want to like, name that we do have tons of people that like love us and love this and that do believe those things and they are happy in it like it's not fair for like there are tons of people that tell me try to tell me all the time like yeah but like you're never gonna feel really secure unless you have like a legit nine to five with a 401k okay that's not yeah but fuck you for saying that no not fuck you for i mean but that's what you're saying the opposite of like what everything isn't one size fits all. Some people are really, really happy with their relationship with God, and some yes. people are happy without it. I just and, don't think you need and to some be people like, but little... yours is bullshit. No, no, no. That's not what I'm saying. I see what you're saying. What I'm saying is I had this realization for me personally that I this used... This the last thing I'm going to let you say about this, because I thought we were going to talk about the show. Go ahead. Well, I mean, going home, I, I had this realization that I used to think that Jesus was everything. We got that. What What's the next thing? And and I was told that you could never have a happy life. You could never have a fulfilling life unless you were a Christian. That you were doomed to be miserable, that you were doomed to sin, that you were doomed, doomed to like depression without right. Jesus. But a haven't personal... you seen so many, like, just with your family alone of the antithesis of that? It's just like... No shade, but like a life full of Christ that is very unfulfilled. Like, didn't something well, didn't something click for you? Well, then? I'm not. It's yeah, not just like no, 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 not church. at all. Because I because I didn't have anything to compare it to. Okay. Like what I'm doing is coming back. Like my f- who I was when I was going to this church was not nearly as happy, was not nearly as fulfilled as I am now. Got it. As someone who read science fiction as someone who watches you know you know spider-man into the spider-verse like the, the happiness you. and fulfillment i have from doing those things it do, doesn't even 
the Christianity that I had doesn't even compare to what I have now. doesn't even come close. I recognize that. But it's funny because for me, it's ironic because growing up, I was always told yeah. that the those are worldly things. That you can never be satisfied. You can never... And, and, and I was listening to the sermon and the pastor, totally a very wonderful dude, you know, younger guy, really great person. But there's this idea that you'll never have a good life without Jesus. And what that does is it throws out everyone else who is a Muslim, everyone else who's a Buddhist, everyone else who is... uh, Yeah, but you know, what are they... Like, that's what they they do. Like, like keep people coming back. Like, that's... You have to... Like, you can't sell... I mean, it's kind of like to, to relate to something a little less, you know, controversial. You said like, sell. That's interesting. I yeah, want to come back to that. You can't sell, um, you know, even when, when it comes to yoga, like I have to sell you that a handstand and being able to do a full split is what's going to make your life completely equanimous and you're going to be skinny and you're going to be toned. And it's like, well, I'm none of those things right now and I can't do a handstand and I'm happy. Like you you're, you're talking about, yo- you don't sell that, but you're saying yoga right. in general saying, sells that. Any, you would never sell that. No, I would not. But yeah. I'm, I'm just saying that any of those big things like beauty standards, Christian values, like you have to be able to sell those. And the way you sell those is to make it look like this is the best life you'll ever live. Like oh. you can't sell something and say like, Whereas now you know that like, yeah, you have a good life with me today, but you might wake up tomorrow and I'm gone or you might or some, you know, God forbid something happened with our kid or whatever. It's just like you're you're in a really good place in your life right now. We are in a very, very good place in our lives right now. But like when those things change, like the church is trying to tell you, like the thing that's not going to change is your faith and whatever, even though these worldly things might change. You know what I'm saying? I see. So I just, I don't want you to like, and that message resonates with a lot of people, like for us, not so much because we're humans and we realize like every day isn't rainbows and butterflies, but I don't know. I, I feel like, I feel like you're totally justified in everything you're saying. I, I totally relate to what you're saying, but it's just hard because some people are like, well, you know. Well, you can take that risk of the day you're going to wake up unhappy or something and your life yeah. changes, but I will never be in a place of that risk because I will always believe in this big entity, you know? Yeah, and, and to be clear that I, I went to a church. Correct. I went to the church and they were saying those things. Where Correct. People don't go around just saying that to you. But it, my experience is that we have friends who are very religious. You, we have dear right, friends who are course. very and who are very and Christian and, and who are yeah and shit, who are followers of Christ. Up, and you know, I get they are a, t- a parking ticket and then get talked out of. I'm like, oh, thank God! Like, yeah, yeah. You just but even even they're born again. Like we have friends who are born again, and but there was a level of pretend, there's a level of pretentiousness in which I grew up in. Where none of I don't the people we interact with would never tell me that oh you're missing out or like maybe maybe you know or that you will never know true happiness if you don't have Christ in your life you know like but I was told that yeah 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 they would not tell they me might that be thinking it though being yeah, never, like they I don't know but they maintain but I was told us. that every single day at this youth group and and going to that space now I started to realize that how different and how much more happy. I am without that. And that was just, uh, that was one of the biggest moments I had going home because I hadn't stepped into that church for eight years. You know, it'd been a while. It was, it was a very strange and sort of intense experience. So yeah, talking about intense life altering experiences. Yeah, let's take a break. (laughs) I need a break from you. Okay. What's more important than peace of mind? Nothing. And that's what NordVPN is here for, to give you peace of mind while you're online. And with all the threats that you face today on the internet, ugh, you know we face them, it is more important than ever to be sure that you have the best VPN you can get. NordVPN is the world's best VPN service, offering the fastest connectivity, most servers, and next-gen encryption to make sure that everything you do online stays secure. Plus, you can use NordVPN on all of your computers and devices, no matter the operating system. With NordVPN's unlimited bandwidth, 
You never have to worry about a slow connection either. And plans start under $4 per month. So grab your exclusive NordVPN deal by going to nordvpn.com slash believe or use the code believe that's B-L-E-A-V to get 70% off your NordVPN plan plus one additional month for free. It's also risk-free with Nord's 30-day money-back guarantee. Baby, it's cold outside. And you know that winter weather can leave your skin feeling ashy, crusty, dry. So what's the solution? Quench your thirsty skin and leave it feeling satin smooth with Way Melrose Place Body Cream. It's fast absorbing to nourish your skin when you need it the most, hydration that lasts and prevents dryness, and high quality nourishing ingredients like squalane, coconut oil, kapwaku butter, and jojoba seed oil. Experience the new way Melrose Place Body Cream and Body Cleanser. Your body, your way. Go to T-H-E-O-U-A-I dot com and use the code BELIEVE. B-L-E-A-V is in the episode notes to get 15% off your entire purchase. That's 15% off your order at T-H-E-O-U-A-I dot com with code BELIEVE. Okay, we're back and we're off religion. So if you're still with us, which, you know, I don't mind talking about religion, but I feel like it's like how many how many seconds until we get there? It's like, what's that rule? It's like five minutes until we all start talking about the pandemic or whatever. Anyway, um, we do have a couple of Apple Podcast ratings here because we so, so, so appreciate all of you for doing those Apple Podcast ratings um, because they just help us out. And our goal is to get to 1,000. So here are three. Uh, Bio Baddie writes, I love y'all. Hey, I'm a freshman in college and Amber and Ben are my favorite study buddies. Y'all are my absolute favorite podcast right now. And I really appreciate both of you. Please keep doing what you're doing. Also, happy Black History Month. Thank you so much, Bio Baddie. And technically, for us today it is black history month so happy black history month to you as well i'm just assuming you're black uh <laughs> cw hills writes absolutely essential amber ben are the best let's face it good host chemistry and content makes even the most pointless show worth listening to was that a read maybe i don't know but they went the extra mile and decided to bring the personality factor oh it wasn't a read great they went the extra mile and decided to bring the personality factor and the thoughtful hilarious intelligent content we crave i love that thank you cw oh oh we're still reading cw sorry i will not lie i started listening specifically because i hope they would could tell me whether black leopard red wolf was actually super confusing or if i'm just too brainwashed by the man to appreciate it and now i'm a fan for the long haul it actually it was confusing in some parts we we agree fully great conversation great analogies great chastising ben for letting his lightsaber collection lie fallow and great source of books you might never have found otherwise hard recommend love Damn. that right cw that was, hills that was really nice Per. Last one. This is from um, I Vandnell. Thank you. Thank you for showing what a dynamic, layered, multifaceted relationship can look like in work and in love. I am obsessed with your TikToks and Instagram. I just started listening to the pod. Will you guys please, please, pretty please review the book Tender is the Flesh? It's a post-apocalyptic science fiction novel. It's insane. Trust. Love you guys and congrats on becoming parents soon. So I looked up Tinder is the flesh and it did not have a black author. Okay. But we do want to thank you for this like glowing review um, and this recommendation. I think the author is Latina. Mm -hmm. Yes. So that's the one rule of our, of our beloved sci-fi podcast uh, Argent here. Uh, Argentinian author. Oh, I, yep. thought I just saw language Spanish right there. My bad. Yeah. Yeah. They speak in, um, uh, they speak Spanish in Argentina. Oh, I I'm so sorry. Is not is Argentina not Latin America? Yeah, it is. Yeah. So is somebody from Latin America not Latina? Yeah, you can say Latina, but oh, I was wait, just saying they're Argentinian. Right oh, okay, okay. No, I, was I wasn't. Like, I was uh, I not. I was incorrecting. I was adding. My bad. Adding. Yes. Well, Tinder is, is the flesh is written by an Argentinian author, so we would not be covering that one. That's all I was tr really trying to say. But we thank you for the recommendation. If you got black authors out there, we we have a list of things we yeah. still need to get to. Um, um, we will keep. And be on the lookout. But thank you for these amazing reviews. And y'all keep dropping those reviews. We love to see it. Okay, let's actually, because we're like, for reals, like 30 minutes in. Because, you know, Ben had an awakening in his home, which is great. I, well, well, yeah, and we can cut. Oh, we're, no, nothing can get cut this episode. It is it is 9 fucking p.m. <laughs> 
and the episode drops in literal hours. So unless you want to do it, it ain't gonna get cut. Let's talk about what we're talking about, which is Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. Quick summary for those who have not seen. This story is featuring Miles Morales. He's an Afro-Latino teenager. He's bitten by a radioactive spider in the subway. Brooklyn teenager. He suddenly develops mysterious powers that transform him into the one and only Spider-Man. Maybe, right? But then he meets Peter Parker and soon realizes that there are many other Spider-Mans that share this special high-flying talent. Miles must now use his newfound skills to battle the big evil, which is Kingpin, um, the hulking madman who can open portals to other universes and pull different versions of Spider-Man into our world. Uh, And like we were saying, we're going to relate this a little bit to um, Spider-Man far no way home spider-man no way home um and they do something a little bit similar they did it after you know into the spider-verse did where they pull spider-man from different parallel universes and bring them into one world not only spider-man but villains as well that's kind of the way they did it a little bit more differently but um so yeah the first thing i want to ask you about this is what was the first show or movie or book that you read that introduced you to like something's going on in parallel universes uh donnie darko everyone should go watch it it's absolutely amazing that was uh, a quick answer well, oh, okay yeah. talk to me about donnie darko but yeah donnie darko literally deals with alternate dimensions and there's a book that literally looks at alternate dimensions and whether we have any control over our lives and or if we're just following one great long stream of decisions and there's branching other realities and uh, there's this beautiful scene where the main character gets up from bed and is walking around the house and you can literally see like a a line like a tree line this glowing line that can that branches off so if he were to go take a right through his living room it would branch off into all these different interactions or if he were to take a left it would branch out into all these other different reactions and, you know, basically by the end of Donnie Darko, you realize... Is this um, a spoiler? Yeah, there is a spoiler, but um, it, it jumps into a different dimension. And uh, it is... It's a very <sighs> intense, sad, beautiful movie. I love it. Question. Is there a Ben in another dimension that loves the Lord and is completely is a, fulfilled? Is, there's a Ben in another dimension who's probably a, a Christian missionary alliance missionary and who's probably married with maybe seven kids by now they're all homeschooled oh with a white woman likely probably yeah definitely or like um maybe like a uh, you know i'm not gonna say anything yeah probably a white woman (laughs) but with like a, a a male concubine in the wing what were you about to say no, I wasn't going to make a joke like that, uh, but that also sounds right. Maybe like a closeted <laughs> missionary. So he's he's kind of like, yeah. Uh, and give me one other Ben in another universe out there. Probably not with my crazy ass, but might have. So there's a, there's a Ben that has all these kids that are homeschooled that is like a missionary in the church. There's this Ben in this world with Little Wild on the way and dealing with the likes of my ass. Now, who's the other Ben? Uh, so there are there. I forgot which science fiction short story or film, but there is like an alternate dimension kind of uh, uh, reality in which uh, these two lovers' connections are so strong and so powerful that uh, every single every single alternate dimension they still get together because their connection yeah. is so you know magnetic. Is it like the time traveler's wife or something? Or well, time machine? Th- that's time traveling. Um, no, that's time traveling is different than alternate dimension or like uh, multiverse kind of things. Um, yeah, or or parallel universe. We're talking about parallel universes parallel. In, okay. in this case. Uh, yeah, what's the other? What's the other Ben doing? The other Ben is probably a woman. Oh. Um, uh, who is? Uh, ha- owns her own bookstore, probably a feminist bookstore. I can see that. And um, that Ben's happy too. And then when the bookstore closes at night, uh, she throws parties for free for fundraisers, like for uh, you know, um, uh, uh, you know, reproductive rights, and people can come in and make signs for like the downtown protest that will happen, you know, the next day. 
I feel like that bin's not super far from this bin. Yeah, yeah. We're, 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 I'll probably step into some alternate world. Uh, same question to you. What, Except what's I'll Amber? Be there. I'll, yeah. Even if you I'll pull you are in. Are the woman running the bookstore? I'm like, oh, bitch. You think this is what's gonna get rid of me? I, no, we're okay. we're going to the rally. Yeah. Okay. Actually, it was Donnie Darko, but also um, his Dark Materials, The Golden Compass, was the other one. Got it. Um, that that deals specifically with like alternate dimensions. Uh, the HBO Max show is fire. It's really good. People are sleeping on it. It it was a combination of BBC and HBO, and it is very good. The first season is a little slow, but Lyra is this badass like girl. Uh, she was the girl in um, that vampire movie we watched way way back when Twilight. Yeah, uh, <laughs> Twilight. <laughs> uh, d- uh, Let me in or something. Mm, it was creepy. That that's a good one. Um, yeah, or let the right one in. It's it's very good. Uh, anyway, and what about you? What's the uh, the alternate Amber doing? Hmm. Okay. First off, my go to movie where I don't I don't know if this counts, but my go to like oh, there's this world and then there's this other world. The first example I feel like I saw of that was The Wizard of Oz. Yeah, that's not that's not. It so that would be portal. It's portal fantasy. So well, Dorothy, I feel like in one not, world Dorothy's in a coma, and then one world Dorothy's like hanging out with Munchkins. Yeah, and well, die, she she would have die. right, but that's a whole different alt like different reality or alternate reality. We're talking here parallel universes. I feel like that's and my that's portal fantasy. You like go through a portal. Whatever. I just feel like that's my closest example of like oh here are two things going on in two separate worlds that I can remember. What, what about? Like a parallel universe. When's the first introduction to parallel universes where you just like there's Amber here, but then there's Amber with like a forked tongue and and like a step over from this one. That's that's parallel. I have to get back to you on that. I don't know. I just don't know. It could it could be this movie. It could have been this movie, but I'm sure there was another movie. Or I was thinking like the butterfly effect. Yeah, the, yeah. Were they running parallel to each other? I to be honest, I've never seen that movie. Oh really? From, it's like from, when he goes back in time and tries to like change the fate and then comes back. And then and then things are have changed. Yes. I, that would fall yes. into like because all right, how You're alternate realities nerd. work. Okay. Right. Tell me tell me uh, how the, alternate right, realities is that, work. Um or time remember we watched time crimes. Like he, uh, yes, okay. So I think, I so think we, there's this fine line between like time travel and alternate reality. So him, so he he has a think of it, you know, Ashton Kutcher's character, from what I understand, is going in a straight line, right? Yes. And then he goes back, and when he goes back, that straight line still had to exist for him to go back, Correct. right? But he goes back, he changes something, and now there's a new straight line. So those two, those two straight lines are parallel to each other. Because he goes back, he ends up at the end. Um, I remember like reading the spoiler movie online. Like at the end, he he no longer exists, right? Mm, he like yeah, something like that. Are they the 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 childhood friend he's trying to save? Like they never meet, right? Once he changes his things so many times, like he realizes like he's the piece that is like. The reason that she has to live a life of trauma. He's yeah, but, not, but he has to fix all these things. Or, but but so he's he, th- in that case, he's creating all these parallel lo- timelines. Yes, that that are going on without I him. I think or, that counts. Yeah. yeah, that that would. Yeah, that sounds. That's more of like parallel universe. And then I think that, like, I guess we want to always think about our version right now is the person in the middle. Like, I'll I'll be honest with you. Every time I don't get. Like I get rejected from an audition in my mind, Someone I create a world in which you got it. Where yes, a world where I got the thing. So, so on the one hand, there is an Amber in another universe that never lost a softball game, that never lost a swim meet, mm. that never got a B minus on a thing. That you know that, that Amber sounds like very difficult to be around. <laughs> like that never got dumped. Yeah. So it could so it could be an Amber that is like thriving, or it could be an Amber that's like still miserable with her high school boyfriend because yeah. she never got dumped or whatever. Um, and then I there's definitely an Amber that like you know lives 
like walks around barefoot all day and lives like in on Guatemala a on a commune. Like seven has, like, boyfriends three and girlfriends. girlfriends. Yes. There's that Amber. There's definitely a mermaid Amber somewhere out there. Yeah. Like I you know, I fully Oh, I'm having sex with that Amber. The mermaid Amber? Yeah, oh yeah. That'd be awesome. Fish fish you Amber. You can't. She has a fin. They still have vaginas. I don't think so. Well then how do there's a, they there's, reproduce? there's some other hole well, maybe that Amber doesn't reproduce. She just exists. I don't know. Which um, is totally fine. And then there's probably, sadly, some Amber that's like alone, incarcerated and for stabbing that one person that needed to be stabbed at that thing. Of course. She's like a, the bad girls club Amber. Yeah. She, yeah. she, she, she It's like, do these people just live in my mind or are they actually thriving in these other parallel Well, universes? now they are. You spoke them into existence. <laughs> I love that was a fun activity. Yeah, that was a great sort of question there. Yeah. So in this universe, we have like a pig Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. Oh, in the movie, yes. Yeah, which is awesome. And then yeah, you have Spider Peter Ham. B. Parker. Yeah, <laughs> Spider Peter B. Parker. Um, and just a qu- quick like plot point is that the reason Miles Morales has to take over is that Spider-Man in his universe is killed, mm-hmm. right? Okay, question for, yeah. for real question: Is Peter B. Parker just the older version of the Spider-Man that was killed in Miles' mm-hmm. universe? Okay, I just wanted to make sure that was like I was mm-hmm. like, like why would his they're, eye color be different? Yeah, their timelines are just a, yeah. I know, but they made them so different that I was like, I don't understand why he, he would have a different. Like, how would your eyes go from blue to brown? Uh, yeah, because sure this whole nature weathered. nature versus nurture. Maybe his parents had sex in a, like a different kind of position or something. You like oh I, I don't know. Oh my god! Do people ask you about our kids' eye color? Oh yeah, it's, that is it's, the question that I'm. It's so a it's a racist question. Sick of it's a racist question. Asking that I care about. They're like, don't you hope the baby gets Ben's eyes? You mean blind? Why? Blind. <laughs> ben can't see. Or so can't what are you? Actually, I'm not blind. What are you I'm asking me right I literally now? have a disability. It's, I answer that eye color question once a fucking week, and it just it's literally like somebody saying like. Don't you want your child to not have your nigga eyes? Like that's literally what it's yeah, like. Yeah, that's answering. what they're saying. I know. It's a it's and a racist like, question. It There's is undertones. Ah. Um. Yeah. Microaggressions, yes. which is why you need therapy, and which is why I need therapy. Just you me. need you need to take off because you're feeling black today. Sometimes you need to take off. Like I'm feeling black today. But so. I work for myself. So Sometimes like, you still need to take off <laughs> a black think. sick day. A black sick day is so annoying. But anyway, um, they don't mean to be mean, but it's just like stop asking me that. Um, yeah, okay. So let's talk about the other. So there's a Spider Woman, Gwen Stacy. Gwen Stacy. Um, there's there's like a Spider Man Noir. What's mm-hmm. his name? Just Nicholas Spider- Cage. Yes, Nicolas Cage. And then there's like an anime robot yeah. Spider-Man. There's Where the spider Penny Parker. Is, yeah, Penny Parker and the spider element is inside the robot. It's, Which it's of those weird. Spider-Man would you like to be? Uh, I, I mean, I like, I like noir. Like noir fiction is my favorite. L.A. noir was one of my favorite movies growing up. You know, I would... I was homeschooled, as I've said before, and I, w- I could just, I rented so many movies from the library, just stacks of movies, and I was done by 11 o'clock, and this is, you know, I, I love my parents for many reasons, and one of the main reasons is they gave me so much freedom to be, to learn on my own, which is now, I, you know, I read every single day. I am constantly we're academically working on my own every single day and mm-hmm. but watching films and I watch films very intensely and intentionally like I I don't That's why you refuse to watch rom-coms. <sighs> I'm like let's just relax like yeah, everything doesn't have to be a murder TV, mystery t- noir. Yeah. TV is TV is is academic for me. And I, I hate that for you actually. I love it. It's how I yeah, for you it sounds like work because you went to school and school has it, you know, School kills the desire to learn. School murders the desire to learn. Well, like Kingpin did to Peter I mean, Parker. I still do this podcast and many other creative it, things. So right. I don't think it killed it. I don't even think my imagination's in a coma uh, right now. Right. I, I think your girl is thriving. But, I, I agree. But go ahead. But 
you still see as like work, like learning as a form of work. I agree with that. And for me, learning is a mode of life. It's a it's a mode of being. It's a it's a a way of living and navigating through life. Yes, but I would also argue that everything you did at your mama's house was not learning. Oh, absolutely not. (laughs) I love your mom. People are going to always listen to this and be like, do you just hate her? No, she's epic. I love her. Uh, Oh, one of the things I wanted to talk about, we we had seen this movie before, is how did this movie like hit differently since you're about to be a parent? You know what? You know what didn't... That didn't really hit for me. You know what hit? Watching a movie post-COVID, um, even though it's animated. But there were some times at the beginning of the, um, the very beginning of the movie. So Miles Morales' father is a, I will say one thing about the, the parenthood thing in a second, but this is the first thing that stuck out to me. Miles Morales' father is a cop. Yes. And he does not like Spider-Man. Post post George Floyd. Post George Floyd. No, this is pre George Floyd. Pre this movie. Yes. Shut up. Let me just get this point out. Um, Miles Morales' dad is a cop. He doesn't like Spider Man. He looks at him as a vigilante. Blah blah blah. blah. And so there was one line at the top of the movie where his dad was saying stuff like, "You know, only cowards wear masks. Like if he's so Mm. great and doing so much, why would he wear the mask? Wear the mask? Wear the mask?" And it's sad Whoa. that that rhetoric is what stuck with me like the first couple of minutes of the film because I was like, I know that that's not what y'all were talking about. Y'all were talking about like wearing a disguise. Yeah. But because that word mask is now so politicized politicized and ingrained, it's like when you hear the word divisive, it's like you immediately know like, oh, you're on that side of things. Mm. So the word mask. Has- Sorry. What you mean by that for divisive for people, listeners, oftentimes when people are uh, especially black creators or black academics, they point out um, racism. Uh, They're often being accused of being divisive. Uh, Mm -hmm. Yeah. Sorry. Continue. I just wanted to clarify. I I didn't think you were like mansplaining over me. I I knew you were talking to listeners. But um, yeah. So hearing the word mask will never and i know that numbers are going down and mask mandates are going up and down and vaccine requirements are going up and down and whatever but like i will never hear someone say like put on your mask or like make sure you wear a mask spider-man and think of it the same you know Mm. um and then the second thing that really made me laugh about it and think and how this movie hit differently is uh at the very beginning, Spider-Man's dad like drops him off at school and is like, tell your dad you love him. Like, you know, on his yeah. little cop uh, car an- announcer speakerphone or whatever. And so I just was like, oh, I cannot wait to embarrass my child yeah. and be like, you will hug and kiss me on this yeah. stair before you go into this motherfucking school. You look so my cute mom right did now. Stuff like, that. like playing with your hair. Oh, like talking you. about being a mom. What hit differently about this movie for you? Uh, I started to know like all the little comic book references they put in Mm -hmm. and they do a lot of mirror images. For example, when Miles is first learning how to like do his Spider-Man powers, he falls. And when he falls, there's like words that go down with him that says, ah, yeah, like, wow. And then at the end of the film, once he, he starts to be successful with his Spider-Man powers and he's spray painted, which is when he spray paints his Spider-Man costume, Mm -hmm. Um, that is by far one of the coolest fucking scenes in the fucking world. Um, it, it's it's just absolutely incredible, absolutely amazing. And so, uh, but when he learns it, they show that same scene, but instead of him falling down, he's flying up using his Spider-Man abilities. And so they do a lot of like very clever kind of um, structural things in the film because it, it there's word bubbles throughout it. Some of their scene cuts are like flipping a page. Yes. Um, I, I, the this, cinematography was great. Even yeah. Though it was like it, it's so creative. It's sort of like they let these three directors just be as creative as they fucking wanted. You know? Yeah. It, it, was, it was so good. Another thing it made me think about, and I wrote this as an essential question. You don't have to answer it right now. But like, so spoiler, we've already did a spoiler alert. 
So Miles Morales, he's this like kid that likes to do graffiti and stuff. Can you move over a little bit, baby, so you can be in that camera? Um, he's a kid this way. You see what I'm talking about? Yeah. He's a kid and he does graffiti and he is most close in his family with his uncle. Hmm. And so I was thinking for a minute about like, like no matter how loving, how nurturing, how blah, 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 blah we are with Wild, there's still going to be another family member who she's the closest, like very close to and finds kinship with. It could be my mom or your mom or yeah. her uh, cousin Azuri or whatever. And then it made me think a lot about like, who are these people in the, our family that are going to be like the safe space for our child? Yeah. And also, who are the villains in our family? It, it really yeah, is. Yeah, because the uncle was both the villain. Yes. And, and the safe and space. And the safe spot, which often that's what family is. It's both the villain, your first villain, and also it's your first member. hero. Yeah. Right. Damn. Ooh. I hope I'm not my child's first villain. You will be. Absolutely. Before me. A hundred percent. I'm going to be her villain before you, but one day she's going to be like, he really ain't shit, huh? And I'll be like, see, girl, I try to tell you. I'm just kidding. Look at you looking at me. Stop looking at me like that. There's going to be one thing that you do that she's going to one day be like, why can't dad like answer his phone? Like I needed him for this thing. And I'm like, girl, in the moment. Girl, he out there looking at the ducks, girl. I, I don't know how to help you, sis. Shut up. Uh, damn, that's a great fucking question. But that doesn't, I make, think, you a, that doesn't make you a villain, baby. That's a great essential question because there isn't a clear answer to that. But I think it's a helpful one to answer. Also to think in terms of like um, showing that respect and respecting our a child's wish to have a connection with an adult or a family member that isn't us and not to yes. be jealous. Don't be jealous. Yeah, no, I'm like, whoever can convince her to eat these fucking vegetables, like, yeah. please come through because it's going to really take a village. Well, well I, I'm not talking, I'm talking about maybe our daughter telling somebody else who they first had sex with before they tell us. You think that'll happen? It could, it could. And I'm talking like being ready for that and being okay with that. Yeah. Because they might feel more, because, you know, you, you have... But we're going to be so open about how yeah. sex is like a normal human thing, but it's still going to be weird. It, yeah, it could still be weird. And also, y- you have judgy eyes. Excuse me? Y- your eyes just have, they can sometimes I be have ju- judgy eyes? Sometimes you do without meaning to. Are there times where you need to be judged? Is judgment sometimes good? It's maybe, but I'm saying sometimes you know that you shouldn't say this thing, but your eyes are have already said it. For example... You drank three glasses of wine. I said that a minute ago. With your eyes. No, I'm saying that you could have said that with your eyes. You, you but didn't. I did it. So give me an example of the judgy uh, eyes. Um. See, you just did it. I'm waiting for you to give you, me an example well, you, you of judged the last me time for, I, ju- I gave you judgy eyes. You judged me for maybe not being the the most clear right now. No, you're being clear. You're just wrong. Right. The eyes say it. What is the last thing you did that I judged you for? We'll start there and then um, I, we I, I haven't gotten the dog food yet. Is Are they judgy eyes or are they accountability eyes? It's like, hey, can you pick up some dog food that, on your way home a from line. work? And you're there's like, a line. I'll do it later. It's like... Tomorrow. <laughs> judgy eyes is like... I need to confess something to you. I accidentally, blah, 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 blah. You have judgy eyes. I remember telling you that I got my Instagram hacked and you were like. (sighs) Well, yeah, we both do. I never said I didn't have judgy eyes. I just pointed out that you have. I don't look at my eyes as often (laughs) as you do. But I definitely look at your eyes more than you do. Okay, I'll give you that. I just need you to actually come with a legitimate example of when I judged you with solely my eyes. Now, I have a judgy mouth. I'd be like, Ben, that, why the fuck would you buy eight gallons of Epsom salt when we could just use a little Teal's bag? But I don't think my eyes did that. I think you just heard me yelling from the other room. Yeah, maybe. Um. Anyway, I wanted to bring up this last theme that like, thinking about our self 
in tons of different parallel universes is a way for us to feel like we're not alone. Mm. And I that's something that I really thought more about with this episode because like the, all of the other Spider-Men sort of like rallied around Miles and convinced him like you're not there yet like your your electricity and your invisibility like you can't do it on command but we're gonna hold it down until you got it and then when you got it we're out of here um and I don't know I, I think that that level of connectivity is what has made us kind of really successful in this yeah. parallel universe that is like not parallel but like in this universe that is this digital TikTok and podcasting and digital space like I hear on a daily basis, like you and Ben are literally just like me and my ex or just like me and my person that I've been married, just like me and my boyfriend or my girlfriend or hmm. um, this person that I've been with for years, way longer than us. Yeah. You know, like today somebody was like, I've been married 23 years and my insert significant other here is a Ben or is an Amber. And I just feel like that's, why the internet is so powerful you know that the internet is a place to discover our alternate universes or our parallel parallel universes with each other damn that's deep the other thing i wanted to talk about is peter b parker like do you remember the reason why him and mj add on to you just, you just. No, I think that you. If this threw is the improv scene. You just swiped the scene. I swiped the scene. Okay, I did. go ahead. I, um, want you, I just want you to acknowledge that. Yeah, I, sorry. I, I mean, judge I, guys, I'm just igno- I, I mean, I didn't know what else to say to that. You want me to say something? I can no. come up with something that you. Want no, to you don't have to come up with anything. That the people we see are. Yeah, I think you said it all. That's a great observation. Okay. Go ahead and say what you. So, got, what you have do you to remember, say about Peter B. Parker? Did you remember what Peter P. Peter the the older guy who you know, um, is no longer as fit as he used to be. You know why him and MJ broke up? Mm, they wanted kids. Yeah, and he didn't want kids. Or he thought he did it. He thought he did it. And it, wa- it was only until him raising Miles and sort yeah. of becoming like a surrogate father and teaching him about being Spider-Man. Um, I still don't think... If I had to add a side, it's like people don't need to be to have kids, to want yeah. to have kids. Like, he could have been like... I love being Uncle Spider-Man to this kid Spider-Man, but like I can still not want kids on my own. That's a good point. Like my lifestyle does not. But MJ wanted kids. I know, but it's, I I just don't, I, I, I feel like, you know, I feel like we as a society vilify people that don't want kids. And it's like this really bad thing that like ends marriages and ends relationship. And it's just kind of like, I feel like he told you before. No, Like all of my like friends of mine who are like, we're not having kids. Like they're just as valid of friends. I don't know. And people do try to all the time be like, well, you know, your, your, your childless friends are really different from your friends with kids. It's like, we've not had kids this long. And when people have asked us to babysit, we step up and do it. And then we don't or whatever. But I don't know. I, I, I didn't feel like he needed to change the quality of him wanting to have kids to be, to have a that that's how his character developed yeah that was his deal yeah think, right? it was like well Talking you, got, you already got the dad bod so why don't you want kids it's just like ouch yeah harsh oh i didn't even think about low key that. right like they kind of kept taking jabs at his body and then they were like you look like a dad wow you're just missing the child I, so here's the thing is the first time i watched that i didn't pick up on why they got divorced i thought they just got divorced because whatever but i realized like his arc is that he doesn't want kids he learns that he wants kids hanging out with miles morales and that's what causes him to go back to be back with mj it's so interesting the, like deal breaker you know i'm i'm somebody who's watching you can just stop that one because it's just it's it's a uh, um we're struggling with these cameras tonight because we're almost done but it's so interesting watching like conversations people don't have before they're married I say that because, uh, you know, Love is Blind, a great example of marriages right now, is happening on Netflix. And people just want so badly to be a husband, to be a wife, that when they actually have a conversation, there's this couple on there this season. Spoiler alert if you're not watching Love is Blind. There's this couple where the get one of the guys is an atheist and the girl, she's very God-fearing. She's like, she wants a man who will 
help her ascend into her spiritual journey with Christ. Nothing wrong with both of their perspectives, but they, but this guy asked her to marry him and she agreed. But then when they got out of the pod, she was like, she was like, no, I can't like, I need somebody like this and like this and like that. And I'm just kind of like, why did you agree to marry this man? If you knew this was such a big thing for you or like, like, why did we agree to marry and commit to people when they're huge? Like, Someone being an atheist is not a red flag, but if you have some things that are deal breakers, like you want kids, I don't, and that's a deal breaker. Like, stop trying to be like, well, maybe yeah. I'll eventually Learn change to, their mind. To right. adapt or, yeah. Yeah, it's like, I, like, there are some things that are maybe like, like, obviously, when we first got together, I was a little bit more spiritual and more religious, but. It wasn't something I was like down to fight about. Did I convert about. you? You didn't convert me, but I can, I can be with you yeah. with your views, given your experience and how thorough and how well read and how eloquent you are. I I, and, I also and, and, like, but you're not daily tearing me down and I'm beating not. me over. And the head I of also me. identify as a Christian. I'm just a Christian atheist. Right, right. Well, I just did the judgy ass. I'll, I'll give you there. Yeah. Whatever that is, but if you had some very clear things about like. Probably could have dealt with you if you were like, I really, really don't want kids. Like it would be something I would have to think about. But to to go into a relationship knowing like this is not what I want, but I'm just gonna do it anyway. Like, what's the point? Amber, I have something to tell you. I really, really want kids. <laughs> like, go ahead. Uh, yeah, you a little late. Uh, can I say one more thing about this movie? Yeah, yeah. Um. It's so funny because when whenever things happen in life that are cannot be explained, like even in this like really cool into the Spider-Verse, into the whatever animated film, I, I love watching the New Yorkers trying to justify when something happens. So in one scene, uh, the the parallel universe, this this big collider machine like crashes and then there's this huge glitch in the city. And uh, and when it comes back, there are some things that have been altered in that yeah. universe. And the people on the street, they're New Yorkers, so they probably seen it off. So they, they literally just chop it up to like, oh, it's an earthquake. Oh, it's a blackout. And then the new sculptures that are in town, somebody like, was like, is it Banksy? Yeah. Is this, ba- is this him? Is this Banksy? I love that. One I of my know, favorite scenes. I know. And then, I don't know. I went on a wormhole. And, you know, this is, you're going to think I'm stupid or whatever, but no, I don't care. No. You can touch me. Yeah. Um, I, I just went down a wormhole of like googling banksy because I, yeah. I never saw exit through the gift shop I, I know that it was on netflix a really long time and it was a really big deal and then there was the one time where art of banksy was coming to chicago they canceled a wedding yeah but it. then it got canceled again so i just didn't know much about banksy but excuse me so but i thought it was really cool this is the thing about banksy is that like banksy's identity is like still unknown yeah. it's like this like which is just it's so- probably a collection of people Right, but I just think that's really cool given the fact that, like, that's mentioning Banksy, even though it works with the graffiti artist angle, is really cool for a a movie about a hero with a hidden identity. Like, I Mm. I love how, like, those two things run together. Okay, okay, Amber. Isn't that how they did that? Why are you so surprised that I made a, a, a intelligent connection there? Uh, because you, oh. you don't really read mm-hmm. art books. Like, oh, art books. Okay. Yeah, like I, I'm the one. Like I, I say well, once, a, once or twice Banksy a year. To I read with this. Like I, it wasn't film. obvious that yeah. they chose until you said it for me. I, I think it was the yeah. perfect fit with the the superhero, the, the, the artist coupled him. with the like. There is a world yeah, was, in multiple damn. universes where this like collective of heroes have this like it, one art mission. Whoa, that was a but that was a throwaway line. Yeah, and it. And they created an entire like read in which I think if you read Banksy, you could do a whole comparison between Miles Morales's character and Banksy. Yeah, somebody's written that dissertation, I'm sure. That's and I, I'm not surprised. I'm I'm surprised because I don't think it was obvious. I I think it was mm. brilliant. Yeah, awesome. We got to get into Banksy. You got to teach me more about Banksy because I'm here for that. Uh, like I've seen the art, and obviously I'm like, oh, every time this has been done, I I, I I know it so well, but like. I really love that there's like a mystery graffiti artist that's like the most well-known graffiti artist that ever lived, but we don't know who it is. I love it. 
sort of like in yeah that comparison with spider-man brilliant no big size for me on Spider-Man, just like Par- Peter B. Parker didn't need to want kids to be valid. If you yeah. don't want kids, you're valid. Uh, any big size for you? Yeah. I mean, they're coming out with the new one October oh, yes. 22nd, 2022. October. I thought it was October 7th. They're coming out with a new one in October. Yeah. October 2022. Very excited. Uh, it's like right after my uh, nephew's birthday. And I, I just... Uh, who I watched this with for the first time. And we watched it. He's seven years old. And immediately he was like, can we watch it again? Oh yeah. And the soundtrack is like fire. And there is ironically enough in the next, uh, in the one that drops in October, there is a three prong director team. One of which who is black. So we can review it again. Kemp powers um, is one of the animators. Super fucking excited. I am too. Um, Look at us getting along. It was interesting though, because uh, I took my nephew for the first time to a comic book store right after we watched this. Like we literally went to a comic book store his first time ever seven years old. And he's just, this is amazing. And of course he buys a Spider-Man, like one of the kid ones. And I read the first section to it. And the first section deals with who dying. Oh, or, got it. Who, who dies in the first section of Spider-Man, his origin story. Uncle Ben. Yeah. And, and so, you're his Uncle Ben. Yeah. No! And he got like, he oh, was like, no! he's like, I would be so sad if you died. The oh, seven-year-old. Gosh. I was like, I didn't even make that connection. So, yeah, I guess my only si- other sigh is that... Uh, <gasps> Uncle you are Ben. An Uncle Ben. Yeah, and Uncle Ben dies, and that's how Spider Man becomes Spider Man. Did you just Great. devastate Ravi? A little bit. Did you just devastate your nephew? Yeah, a little bit. Um, no. But he, you know, he he's uh, he's a very resilient, powerful little kid. He's like he's ran up like he can run up a, a, an eight foot wall. He does like little ninja stuff. Oh my god! There's a parallel universe where you married a woman named May, or or uh, MJ. Oh, no, yeah, you're right. Yeah, Auntie May. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uncle Ben in May. I don't want to think about okay, that. If, if we ever get a divorce, promise me you'll marry, marry someone named May. I won't because then I'll fucking get shot well, by yeah. somebody. Uh, pro- likely me, yeah. But <laughs> just I need this plot to work. Anyway, with that being said, why don't you warp Holy up the show? Holy shit. Uh, in conclusion, uh, Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse is amazing uh amazing the amazing spider-man it it does everything a a animated film should do it is truly one of the best films i've ever seen um as far as animation Uh, i've cried multiple times watching it it's perfect for children and it's perfect oh yeah i've cried yeah i like that whole scene when um his father is talking to him through the door yes i I get it i remember yeah there's like a, there's a lot of tear jerkers. Like I'm just thinking about it now. I'm getting like teared up. No, don't. so beautiful. <laughs> um, especially when like Uncle Aaron like tells him, like you're gonna go farther than all of us. You know, like oh, so good, so good. Let it go. Just let it go. Just so let great. It, let it happen. So good. Thanks, Ben. All right. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of the Sci-Fi Side Podcast. We're gonna go eat some Grubhub, but up next, we're gonna be watching one of the first. African-American black science fiction films. This film is called Son of Inagi. Where can we watch this film, Ben? YouTube. Well, we will catch y'all in those YouTube streets. Uh, Be sure to watch Son of Inagi, and we will see y'all next week for the show. Bye, y'all. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.